And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a new Minister of Agriculture could be named later today for Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Premier Scott Moe has scheduled a ceremony at Government House at 3 p.m. today. There is speculation he will announce a new Minister of Agriculture. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart announced his resignation last week to battle colorectal cancer. Rural Municipalities President Ray Orb says Premier Mo has a wide group of rural MLAs to choose from. Well, I think the Premier has a lot of um, MLAs to pick from. Uh, I wouldn't want to speculate at this point uh, who that person is, uh, whether whether it's uh, someone we know or not uh, that uh, we have met with before, but um, we're hoping that... Um, Whoever it is has got a good background in agriculture and understands all the agriculture issues. But he's got a good selection of rural MLAs to pick from. Uh, yeah, I believe he has quite a quite a selection of rural MLAs. Now, one of the issues I know Sarma is involved with right now is strychnine, and so you'll be able to raise this with whoever the new Minister of Agriculture is. I understand that you've got uh, the Pest Management Regulatory Agency, the federal agency, is looking at maybe dropping the license for the use of strychnine. Tell me a little bit the consultation process. It ends, what, uh, the end of September? Yeah, unfortunately, the consultation process is quite short, um, and we're looking uh, towards the end of September when people can actually uh, put in their comments. And so uh, we're going to be asking uh, the PRMRA to, and that's Health Canada, actually. It's under the auspices of Health Canada, to be able to extend that consultation to give the rural people more time to get their viewpoints across. What is SARM's position on strychnine? Well, we believe that strychnine, uh, that chemical, uh, it does have a registration already, uh, and we're adamant that that registration be continued. We believe it's the safest product that uh, can be used for Richardson ground squirrels, uh, and we do have a good stewardship program in place, and we believe that our rural ratepayers are being environmentally responsible, and there are lots of audits, checks, and balances through the whole process where we can actually show that uh, it is safe to use and it's very effective. There's no safer alternative? There are alternatives that uh, have been proven not to be as safe, and so we're not keen on going there unless uh, PRMRA can show to us that there is something that is safer. Why is it so important for RMs to use strychnine, to have access to strychnine? It's really important, uh, especially in the drought years, and uh, we've seen some of that, uh, especially this year. Some parts of the province are very dry, and it... uh, creates uh, kind of an influx uh, of gophers in those areas. It creates a lot of crop damage. Uh, it causes devastation in some areas, and it affects pastures. It, it affects people that have livestock. It can be a safety issue because of the fact that cattle or horses, uh, or humans for that matter, can actually uh, uh, be hurt in a gopher hole, and you know they can fall. It does cause broken legs, and so it is an issue. So livestock may have to be put down just because they have a broken leg. Yes, that has been the case in the past. So arms are instructed very specifically. Are they controlled about the use of the strychnine? Yes. Uh, the process is that uh, people uh, that have ordered strychnine can go into the RM office uh, to pay for it. But before they do, they are given a, a list of instructions. They have to follow the registration There is a protocol to follow. They have to understand the uh, importance of uh, putting this chemical uh, and how to to use it, how to deal with uh, dead gophers after. So there is a real rigorous uh, process, a real rigorous stewardship program that is in place. Is there even on-farm inspections at times? 
Yes, uh, well, the uh, province uh, does go out uh, to the RM offices. Uh, they do an audit. They check to see how much is, uh, of this product has been purchased and where it's gone. But the PMRA itself, in the past, has gone out to farms to see how uh, ratepayers are handling uh, this uh, the strychnine uh, placement and and what happens afterwards. So the, it is very rigorous. So what is SARM's position then on the use of strychnine in terms of the environment? Well, we would like to show to the PMRA, and we're prepared to do that, um, um, that we need to have this product continue because we believe it's the most safest and effective. Uh, and we need to show to them that people are using this product in a safe manner, an environmentally friendly manner. We're even willing to go as far as uh, saying to the PMRA, perhaps we need to do a pilot project, would be um, something that we could demonstrate that this product is safe, that it is necessary to protect uh, not only cropland, but livestock as well. Ray Orb is the president of SARM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. APAS is calling on Ottawa to provide relief for livestock producers in Saskatchewan facing a feed shortage due to dry weather. President Todd Lewis is asking Ottawa for a tax deferral for producers forced to sell part of their herd this year due to drought. What we're asking for is the uh, federal government. You know, in years with uh, we're feed short or water short, for that matter, uh, where, you know, people have to... Uh, Put cattle onto the market and you know it wasn't really planned for and so he just asked for the tax deferral to be allowed and and quite often uh when the, in the past when the federal government has allowed this they've done it by rms or crop districts certain parts of the province and we want to uh we've asked that they get the uh tax deferral early and that they use the entire province because the kind of the unique situation with this year is that you know it's been so spotty the thunder showers all over the province that even in, uh, you know, neighbors. I talked to one woman in the southwest where her pasture was uh, virtually useless. They only had their cows out on it for less than a week. And on our brother's ranch, just, uh, you know, 15 miles away, he caught two or three thunder showers, and uh, his cattle have been out in the pasture for, you know, most of July and August here already. So it's just been so spotty that uh, trying to uh, put it to specific crop areas, we just ask that the entire province be uh, allowed to uh, use the deferral this year for those producers that are going to have to make some pretty tough choices here going into winter if they don't have feed or water supplies for their livestock. Why are you asking for a quick decision? Well, I think just to add some clarity to it, and instead of waiting till the end of the year, uh, I mean, uh, it'll allow producers to pick the time when is uh, when they feel the best prices are for marketing, and and uh, if they're going to do it, it's sooner is better, just for for those reasons that if they want to move their cattle, they can move them now, and, and uh, be assured that they'll be able to defer that income in, into the next uh, year. Now you farm south and east of Regina. How's harvest looking? Pretty good. I think uh, in our area here, you can generally say now the lentil harvest is underway, and we've got an average crop coming. I think we've been very fortunate that uh, we've had some timely rains here in June and and uh, really throughout the growing season here. So uh, we've got uh, not too bad a crop and certainly coming on quick with the heat last week and uh, the heat to come this week. So we're a busy time of year, of course, and doing lots of uh, of spraying, we uh, regulate most of our lentils on our farm and for desiccation. I think uh, the Durham and is uh, ready now. It's mature enough that there'll be some pretty regular desiccation of Durham crops as well now. So certainly accelerated. And August harvest uh, usually isn't a good story as far as yields, but we got the crop in early and we've been uh, pretty satisfied so far with what we've been getting off our lentils at least anyway. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. 
G3 Canada is opening two multi-million dollar grain terminals in Saskatchewan this week. G3 Melville and G3 Saskatoon West have been taking grain deliveries from farmers since June. The official opening for the Melville grain elevator was held yesterday in Melville. The grand opening for the Saskatoon facility is today. Vice President Brett Malkowski says construction on the elevators began in spring 2017, which feature 134 car loop tracks capable of loading a full unit train while in continuous motion. Not quite as noticeable until you actually deliver here is the speed at which we can turn around your trucks. So everything that we do uh, has got sort of speed in mind. We want to save people time. Time at harvest especially is money, and uh, we can get you in and out of here in approximately five minutes with a Super B. G3 is in the midst of building a new grain export terminal in Vancouver, expected to be operational in 2020. The Canadian Grain Commission says eligible producers have been fully compensated for grain delivered to Eston-based Canadian Exotic Grains Limited. The grain company's license was revoked on April 26th because the company was unable to pay producers. The federal agency says there were four producer claims eligible for compensation and these claims were fully covered by the security posted by Canadian Exotic Grains Limited. However, there were a number of ineligible claims because they were not submitted to the Canadian Grain Commission within the time frame required. To be eligible for compensation, farmers must submit their claim within 90 days of delivery or within 30 days from the date the cash purchase ticket or check was issued, whichever is less. The Grain Commission recommends farmers limit their risk of financial loss by requesting payment for each load at time of delivery. Farmers who experience delays in being paid should contact the Grain Commission immediately. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading. Canola fell 250 at 461.42. Oats went down 358 at 163.57. Number one red spring wheat dropped 343 at $240.39. The rest were unchanged. Durham 257.21. Feed barley 192.63. Flax $479. Yellow peas 221.54. Feed wheat 175.44. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down 10.5 cents at 585 and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. afternoon, this is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, August the 15th. A good size sale here today, 325,000 bulls, 750 feeder cattle, 10 cow-calf pairs, around that 1,100 head for today's sale. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 77 to 87, sales to 88, 89. D3 cows, 67 to 77. Cows are averaging 81.50. Good bulls, 107 to 117, sales to 122 on the good kind. Bulls are averaging 103. On to the feeder market. Never sold any feeders this morning, but here's last week's results. On the steer side, 6 to 700 pound steers, 220 to 230. 7 to 8, 208 to 219. Had some top end yearling steers from the Reese Ranch out of Melville, 810 pound steers at 213. 
840-pound block steers at 211.75. Had some speckle steers, 890 pounds at 191.25. Good job to the Reese family. On to the heifers, 5 to 600 pound heifers, 190 to 205, 6 to 7s, 187 to 197, 7 to 800 pound heifers, 175 to 190. We had some good black heifers from the Norquay area here, 850 pound black heifers, 179, 890 pound black heifers at 175. Good job to the Bartell Ranch. And this Friday, August the 17th, we start up again with sheep, lamb, goat sales. Sales starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. Harvest here also started in this area, so please be careful and be alert to all you guys and gals. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 105 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,500 head, selling a range of 102 to 137 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 28 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3087. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.09 cents U.S. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny, widespread smoke, the high 32, the low 13. Mainly sunny Thursday and widespread smoke. Wind southeast 20, becoming southwest 20 tomorrow. The high 32 again, the low 14. Friday sunny with a high of 34, the low 15. Saturday sunny, the high 28, the low 11. Sunday cloudy and a bit cooler at high of 21, the low 10. Monday partly cloudy, the high 20. Chance of evening showers, the low 8 degrees. Tuesday partly cloudy and a high forecast of 20. The normal high is 25, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 547 this morning. It sets at 819 tonight. And around the province, Estevan, 28, Saskatoon, 25, Swift Current, 27, Weyburn, 30, Yorkton is 27. Sunny in Regina, 29, 84 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-southwest at 13. Humidity is 28%. The barometer dropping 101.1. Smoke in Moose Jaw, 29. Winds are from the southwest at 15. Once again, Regina, sunny in 29, that's 84 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.